Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together, to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany with me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 27 is on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid up against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. 
and how shall he lift up mine head above mine enemies round about me? Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation. With great gladness I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth verse of the fifteenth chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. She is far from men of pride, and liars will never think of her. A hymn of praise is not fitting for the lips of a sinner, for it has not been sent from the Lord. For a hymn of praise should be uttered in wisdom, and the Lord will prosper it. Do not say, Because of the Lord I left the right way, for he will not do what he hates. Do not say, It was he who led me astray, for he had no need of a sinful man. The Lord hates all abominations, and they are not loved by those who fear him. It was he who created man in the beginning, and he left him in the power of his own inclination. If you will, you can keep the commandments, and to act faithfully is a matter of your own choice. He has placed before you fire and water. Stretch out your hand for whichever you wish. Before a man are life and death, and whichever he chooses will be given to him. For great is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and sees everything. His eyes are on those who fear him, and he knows every deed of man. He has not commanded anyone to be ungodly, and he has not given anyone permission to sin. Here ends the first lesson. Together Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones, and even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him, and John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuptimittis. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service, grant we beseech thee that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We, um, <clears throat> the psalm tonight, I think I've been made no secret that Psalm 27 and Psalm 84 are my favorites, so this is one of my favorites. And one of the verses I wanted to start with on it is the in verse 4, one thing I have desired of the Lord. Um, and then we have in our reading, uh, and that I will require. So I've desired it of the Lord, and I will require. And I think I mentioned this before, but to me it almost sounds like um, the psalmist is saying that I require this of God. And when you look at another translation, it's one thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek. Um, in other words, it's upon us to seek um, to be with the Lord. So that that's our call, to be in the house of the Lord and to behold the beauty of the Lord and to choir of his temple. And so that's verses what, our, what it says in our reading. So I think sometimes in the, um, the Psalms we have in our prayer book, which were translated by Coverdale, um, so, you know, it's a little different than the English we use now. So we read something and we see a word like require, and it means something to us that it didn't necessarily mean to them. So sometimes it's helpful to look at another um, translation and just see how that's reading. So it's in this house of the Lord is, is where David has, the, or the psalmist has the right to ask for that because he's, we've been invited there. And so when we're invited to live with God, I think there's some um, there's tension we, we live in because we're invited to live with God, but we're still in this earth. And so I'd like to quote um, C.S. Lewis, who wrote that all of love and dedication to God does not mean we do not continue to live in this world. It is clear that Christianity does not exclude any of the ordinary human activities. So from that, it seems like our job is to live in the kingdom of God, but also to balance that with the fact that we're still in the world. And we are still in the world, but as Christians, our focus has changed. Uh, we're in the world, and as uh, one of my favorite uh, t-shirts said, we're not of this world. When we rely, And that happens when we rely on God for, um, for our sustenance and for all that we need. So C.S. Lewis also wrote, Christianity does not simply replace our natural life and substitute a new one. It's rather a new organization. And this organization, he did not write this part, I'm, I'm translating it, but um, this organization uses um, for God's ends the natural materials of earth. So we, we use these things for the glory of God. And so our job is to balance this this uh, this world, the, the tension between the worldly life and our life in the kingdom. So uh, one more from C.S. Lewis. An appetite for these things exists in human mind, and God makes, makes no appetite in vain. So the things that we long for are, are godly things. The things that we fill our longing for aren't always godly. So our job is to choose the godly things to fulfill our desires. And uh, one of the things... Uh, that's hard about uh, Lent or Advent or, or giving up or fasting is that we have to give something up we want, but sometimes as a result of that, we find something else and we find maybe the godly thing. So we might replace food with prayer and find out that prayer is prayer is uh, as important to or more important to us 
and that food is we should use food as a uh, a fuel rather than maybe uh, an emotional experience. So just a thought about that. On Ecclesiastes, excuse me, Ecclesiasticus, a couple things. Um, it says it's not rational for people to say God led me astray, um, or that you know the devil made me do it, or whatever excuse we give. So um, humility is the answer. We need to come to God and say, "This is I who did this, and and that's why I need forgiveness, and uh, that's why we do a confession before we go into morning prayer, and we have confession in our communion. I mean, excuse me, evening prayer, and we have confession in our um, communion service. Well, we're given a choice: fire and water. It says and and man gets to choose between life and um, and death. And so God's going to give you what you choose. And I remember people telling me, well, God wouldn't put anybody in hell. No, he does not, but people get to choose. Um, the fear of God is reverential and, and the foundation for worship, love, and obedience. And fear means respect and, and uh, feeling of awe and, and the, the humility that we go before God and acknowledge that he's our everything. So in Matthew, we see John the Baptist. He came preaching in the wilderness. And John is um, really, a, to me, a good example of someone who lives in the balance of being in the world, but not of it. And he tells people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is his hand. And I think it's important to remember that um, repent doesn't happen in your mind only. It happens in your mind and your heart and then reflects in your life. And so that's the kind of repentance that John was calling the people to. So it's it's a, a radical turning from sin rather than just a uh, acknowledgement in the mind. And um, Jesus' first sermon uh, began in the same way in Matthew 4. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Kingdom of heaven is used only in Matthew. And he did that because the kingdom of God would be um, somewhat more offensive to the Jews for some reason. But you'll see kingdom of heaven in Matthew and kingdom of God in the rest of the um, scriptures. So uh, both expressions, they refer to God's dominion over the whole, the whole of creation. So today the kingdom, the kingdom we're in is manifested in, a, in heaven's spiritual rule over the believers and, 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 and because of, the spirit is indwelling in us um, and then ultimately will be established established in the fulfillment of the kingdom so um, for us in in a sense the kingdom is pre a present reality at the same time it's it awaits a, a yet future fulfillment and so that's the balance we lived in interesting thought about john he came and clothed in camel's air, hair with a leather belt and he ate locusts and uh, that brought up a picture of Elijah, which was a type of fulfillment of prophecy because the Jewish people were expecting the return of Elijah. And so um, John lives on this earth, and he's aware in, in living on the earth. He's aware of who the um, good guys and the bad guys are. He saw the Pharisees and Sadducees and recognizes them as vipers. But he also recognizes Jesus, uh, as, it re as we read. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized to you, by you and you are coming to me. So he, ex he exhibits a great example of living in the world but not being of it. So I'm not suggesting we go to the camel hair clothes store or eat kosher bugs, but I'm saying that we are called to live in this world while not being of it. And if we do not do this, we miss the comfort and joy of the Lord. So now I'd like to turn back to the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, 
Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah, for helping me with that. And um, good Thursday God. night to all of you. <laughs> Thank you. Good Thursday night to you guys. Thank you, Bob.